Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Kygo, it is an absolute honor having you on America's Dance 30. Welcome to the show for the first time. Thank you. Thank you. This is America's Dance 30. Not only is this your first time on AD30, but this actually might be the first time we're chatting. I I know that we met really quickly years ago before one of your sold-out shows at Barclays Center. Okay, yeah. But you were rude to us, so I'm glad we can... (laughs) I can't even say that with a straight face. I know you're one of the (laughs) nicest guys in the business. I, I I try to be I try to be nice. Yeah, I'm I'm obviously totally kidding, but it's awesome finally getting to chat with you. I can't wait to hear all about your brand new smash whatever with Ava Max, and we're gonna find out how the song was born. But first, since this is your first time on AD30, let's get to know Kygo a little better with Finky's firsts. Okay. Yeah. I know that you learned piano at a really young age, right? Yeah, I started taking lessons when I was six, I think, five, six. But then you went to college for a degree in something totally different, like business and finance, right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I guess uh, I didn't really think music was going to... I didn't really think I would have a chance to break through, so I thought I, I'd better have a backup plan if this, uh, if this doesn't work out. <laughs> so when you were growing up, was something in music the first thing you wanted to do, or was there something else you wanted to be? I guess growing up, I played a lot of football or soccer, um, uh, and I guess that was my dream when I was you know younger. But then I think it switched around maybe... 14, 15, 16 years old, at some point I switched to, you know, becoming more and more obsessed with music. And when I started producing, I guess that was when I was around 18, I knew that this is definitely, you know, my dream and and soccer was, was in the past. And then music was the only thing I was like dreaming about doing for a living. But that was really smart of you to get something, a degree in something else so you have to fall back on. I got nothing to fall back on. So if radio doesn't work, all the only other thing I know how to do is make donuts. So <laughs> Well, I, 
I, I didn't I didn't really finish my degree, so I don't really have anything to pull back on either. So. Well, thank God this is working out for you. Yeah, thank God. Now, this year is the 10-year anniversary of Firestone, which is insane to think about. Yeah, that's kind of crazy. And then you've already got over 2 million streams on whatever with Ava Max, which is incredible in the first week of release. But do you remember the first song you ever wrote or produced? Um, I guess I produced, you know, it's like a lot of different ideas. But the first song that I ever released before Firestone, I actually released a song on a small label uh, called, and the song is called Epsilon. I think it's still on Spotify. So I think that's probably the first song that I ever, you know, finished and actually released and put out. Gotcha. Now, of course, Kygo isn't your real name. It's a take on your first name and your last name. But when you were trying to come up with artist names, were there any other that were first on the list or was Kygo pretty much it? I guess Kygo was the only nickname I've ever had. So it was kind of the only option. And my real name would not be an option because <laughs> no one is able to pronounce it. So uh, Kygo is pretty a pretty natural, you know, thing for me too. That that was the only option I had. And when I was doing research, I saw that there's actually two different ways to pronounce Kygo. Is that right? I guess it's just like the Norwegian pronunciation would be Kigo. Wow. And the English would be Kygo. So Kigo Kygo. <laughs> Mind and I guess, blown. <laughs> yeah, and also I think like Spain or like Spanish, you know, countries say something like Kigo or like something similar like that. Well, no offense, but I'm going to stick with Kygo. It just sounds so much better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's totally fine. Now, you played shows and festivals all over the world, including back in 2016, the Olympics. But do you remember the first show you ever did? Yeah, I remember it very well. It was in uh, Paris, actually. I played a small, uh, small club for like 200, 250 people like below Moulin Rouge. It's like a, a kind of famous like place in, in Paris. So I, yeah, that was my that was my first show ever, and I I remember it very well because I was so nervous. <laughs> I wonder what those two hundred people think now that they got to see you for your first show. Yeah, hope, hopefully they still like my music. You never know. <laughs> <laughs> Let's hope. Now, if I sat here and listed all the Kygo smashes, we would be here until 2025. But <laughs> one of your most high-profile ones from a few years ago was the remake of Whitney Houston, Higher Love. Do you mm. remember the first musician that made you fall in love with music? Oof, yeah, that's a tough one. Um, I don't, I don't know. Like the first musician, there's definitely been different artists that has had, you know, a big impact on, you know, my music taste. I think when I was, I was younger, I was listening to, uh, you know, Bruce Springsteen and all those like classic, uh, you know, more like old school artists. And then, but I think. If, if there's one artist that's had a huge impact on me in my career, it has to be Avicii because he was the one that got me into producing music and kind of, you know, the reason why I'm still doing what I do today. Absolutely. 
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Now, along the same lines, do you remember the first dance song that made you fall in love with EDM? Yeah, it was definitely... Um it was one of Avicii's like early songs. Um, I guess obviously "Bromance" was his like first, I guess major, major hit. But I remember that he had some like older remixes of songs. As uh, one called, it was a remix of a song called "New, New, New." But I actually can't remember what's what the original artist's name is. But uh, yeah, he did so some of Avicii's like early remixes. I think was you know. The, the reason why I fell in love with, you know, dance music. And man, I remember Seek Bromance from back in the, oh, such a classic, unbelievable yeah. song. Now, finally, yeah. your brand new smash, whatever, with Ava Max has the lyrics, won't see me cry no tears. But what is the first thing that makes Kygo cry? <laughs> um... I don't really cry. I don't think I cry that often. But obviously <laughs> if, Lies, something, <laughs> if something sad happens or if I can definitely, you know, if, if I watch a movie and there's something really sad, I can, I can get a little tear in my, <laughs> tear in my eye. That, that happens. Same. And I sit there and go, what is wrong with me that I'm crying right now? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's talk about this, Smash. How was Whatever Born with Ava Max? It was actually a demo I got. Uh, so I got a demo and I obviously, and it was, you know, the rewrite of Shakira's, uh, you know, major smash. Um, and I just had to listen to it and I was like, wow, this, this is definitely, you know, it has, there's something about when you have a chorus that everybody knows and the same melody that people recognize. Um, and I thought it was just like very well done. Um, so I, you know, started working on this demo, um, and I knew Ava Max also loved the demo. So I, I started producing around it and then Ava cut the vocal and it sounded amazing. And basically the song was, the song was done. We were actually never in the studio to do it together, but we met in the studio in LA and, and we had to like a listen to the, the mix of the song and, and we were both, you know, really happy about it how it sounded yeah i mean you guys absolutely killed it how long ago did you first get the demo probably last summer at one point i think maybe june so, so i've had it for a while I, I actually produced most of it it was last summer like june july last summer and when you're working on an interpolation like this do you get worried about what the original artist is going to think? Like, did you get worried what Shakira was going to think about it? No, not really, because I heard pretty early on in the process that she heard the song and she and she liked it. So I kind of knew that she, you know, approved uh, this version. And I also saw yesterday she just posted on her Instagram story that she, you know, that she 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 likes this version as well. So and. I, I kind of felt that, you know, I, I wasn't worried because I, I knew that she already, you know, through management or something, I, I heard that she 
she liked this version and she was, you know, excited about it as well. And that's got to be cool as an artist to hear like a rebirth of a song. Yeah, I guess like for her, I think I think she just, you know, it got to be cool for her as well to, to listen to, you know, new versions and new yeah, of, of her of her songs. So I think I think as as far as I know, she's just very, you know, positive and she's she wants this song to do well. Well, speaking of versions, something I love to find out is how many different V's there are of a song from when you start working on it, all the tweaking that goes on to when you finally put it out. Do you remember what the mm. final V was of whatever? That's a good question. Probably 15, 16, 17. That's, and that's very, very normal. Like, it's not really... Uh, yeah, I rarely have a song that has less than yeah, 10, 15 versions of it before it's done. What was the highest V for a Kygo song? Oh, I ha- I've had 60, 70. Like, I've had... I actually know this song. There was a song called Kids in Love that I had on my one of my albums. And that one, I had so many different versions because there was different you know, vocal ideas. There was, it was so many versions. Uh, so I think, yeah, I think it was 50, 60 or 70. <laughs> I don't know how many. That was a long process. <laughs> now, when you get that high on Vs, do you ever go back to like lower Vs and go, no, nah, this was better? <laughs> I guess sometimes it happens, but uh, it, it might not be a completely different song, but it might be, you know, I might have changed the arrangement, but the song still is like the drop is still the same, but it's like there might be tiny, you know, differences like be- between the different versions. So, but sometimes I do go back and I feel like, you know, I, I listen to the newer version and like, oh, that's, that's not the right arrangement. And I go back to an earlier one and I, you know, keep working on that one instead. Well, congratulations on the final V of whatever. It's an absolute smash. What is next Thank for you. Kygo? Uh, well, I guess I've, I have, you know, spent a lot of time in the studio this year. So I'm releasing uh, an album this year and I have a lot of, you know, new songs coming out. So I'm, uh, I'm just excited to finally, you know, release music again. It's been, it's been a while since I released anything. So I'm going to try to get a lot of new music out this year. Well, as a fan of Kygo, I'm sure I can speak for everyone that says, Awesome. Can't wait to hear it. (laughs) Kygo, it is awesome finally chatting with you. Thank you so much for your time with us on America's Dance 30. Of course. Thanks for having me. America's Dance 30. Counting down the biggest dance songs in the country. America's Dance 30.